Welcome everybody to the podcast today for June 1st, 2016. Another Netflix roulette. I'm just going to get right into it. Who needs to talk about things other than it's June? It's weird. Sixth month of the year. Ah, life. How fleeting it is. Netflix roulette. Random Netflix film. Go. I should add a drum roll here just to add some suspense. Real Steel. Um, I can I, I can take that. The, the Hugh Jackman boxing film. I think it was... Is I do a quick Google? Yeah, 2011. Described as a science fiction sports action film. That's a lot of things happening. Directed by Sean Levy, which is the fellow who does pretty much every family film you've probably ever heard of. I know he does the Night at the Museum films. So yeah, real steal. I haven't actually seen this, so at least it gave me a film I haven't seen. That's nice. And it's the second Hugh Jackman film in a row, actually, now that I think about it. Have I accidentally set a Hugh Jackman filter on this thing? (laughs) All right, I'll be right back with my thoughts on real steal. Okie dokie. Welcome back. I suppose I should set, set the scene of the film first. It's set in 2020 where human boxers are replaced by robots. Think Robot Wars and Rock'em Sock'em Robots shoved together. If you're not from like the UK or Ireland, watch Robot Wars. Seriously, it's actually coming back, but it doesn't have Craig Charles. But it does have Dara O'Brien, so that's probably trading up, so I'm okay with that. Anyway, it's about Charlie Kenton played by Hugh Jackman, who is a former boxer who has gone into the robot-y punchy business, <laughs> and he's a journeyman, in debt, irresponsible, and all of a sudden he has his estranged son dumped in his lap. That's basically the, the premise. It's two films at once in that regard. It's, it's both a sports film about robot boxing and then kind of a a family film about a man who is irresponsible and not fit to have a child suddenly having a child and there's a bunch of little side plots about how he kind of sells his son or at least gives up custody of his son for money (laughs) which is basically selling your son as you do but he still has to mind the son for a while while they while his his parents to be go on holiday (laughs) which is very responsible and they don't like each other and they have problems and that they're not really equipped to deal with each other and the kid is precocious and annoying and written by adults who think that's what children are actually like. And kind of aggressive. Yeah. You know you know the way films write kids. That's how this kid is written. Oh, Hollywood. I'd seriously actually recommend Hollywood actually getting kids to write kids. Or at least getting kids to consult on the writing of kids. Because they're really not very good at it. Yeah, and then they grow to love each other and... and care for one another and then they find this robot in a scrap heap who's I think a generation 2 robot and they're on like generation 5 robots and they train the generation 2 robot to be the best robot there ever was. There's also a kind of subplot about the robot being sentient but I don't think they really take that anywhere. It's a thing they kind of hint at but Hugh Jackman's ex-boxer character lost the big fight in the final round and that obviously comes back into play. It's, It's like sports movies are the most cliche thing known to man, but I I don't really care. Like I could watch, like The Mighty Ducks is a perfect example. The three Mighty Ducks films are literally the exact same, or they're a plucky ragtag group of people who don't get along. They get hammered by the team they're going to beat in the end. Then they go on a run and they beat the team they hit that hammered them earlier in the film. That's all three of those films. Seriously, go back and watch them. They're the exact same film three times. But the, the beats of a sports film and even a boxing film, they work. They shouldn't, because they should be they should be utterly cliched at this stage, and they are utterly cliched at this stage. There is training montages, there is ups and downs. Even the relationship between the kid and the dad goes through the usual beats where they don't like each other, they both like each other, then they have a moment of conflict where they're driven apart, and they come together in the end. That's all of these films. And as I said, that there's two kind of films at work here. There's the, the relationship between the father and the son and then the robot punchy punch. And the robot punchy punch works better than the relationship between the father and the son with the exception of the, the final big fight where 
the, the father and the son have come together, Hugh Jackman, and who plays the kid? Dakota Goyo plays uh, Max, who is Hugh Jackman's estranged son. And, you know, there's a moment in that final fight where the the kid and the, the love interest of Hugh Jackman are like, yeah, I'm so happy in this moment. And it kind of works. Kid starts crying. Hugh Jackman is punching things. <laughs> Oh, I love Hugh. Hugh can do anything. He can be a robot puncher because usually they're controlled by either voice commands or joysticks at some stages or AI even. But the voice command breaks in the final fight. So Hugh has the shadow box and Hugh is just punching furiously. But Hugh makes that work because Hugh, Hugh can make anything work. That man is a talented human being. I've been watching a lot of Hugh Jackman films lately, actually, now that I think about it with all those X-Men films. As I said, two, two kind of strands family conflict film sports robot punchy film yeah. <laughs> the film looks pretty good too for you know the the robot punchy doesn't look unrealistic or at least as not unrealistic as the robot punchiness can do and i do at least like that they tried to add a little more depth than robot punchy even if it, some of it felt a little trite and cliche but it's a sports film it's gonna feel trite and cliche basically rocky with robots that's what this film is it's not as good as rocky but rocky with robots can't go that far wrong. Tad long. That's another thing. It goes over two hours, and I think this would be better as a, I don't know, 90, 100-minute film. If you shaved 20 minutes off it or so, the film would, would flow a little better. Yeah, real steel. Decent film. So we had Agent Fox, which is dreadful. X-Men, which is very good. And Real Steel, which is solid enough. So I, I figure I'm two, two and one in terms of good films coming out of Netflix Roulette. If you'd like to listen to new episodes of podcasts today, every single day, you can subscribe on iTunes. You can check us out on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com forward slash GWSKK or on YouTube. If you want to contact me, Garrett Kitty on Twitter, G-A-R-R-E-T-T-K-I-D-N-E-Y. And you can listen to the podcast today every single day because that's the idea. It's a podcast every day. Today was about real steel. If you've gotten to this part of the podcast, you've heard that already. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.